2: Hi there and welcome to Rotowire's NBA DFS podcast for Wednesday, January 18, 2017. Hoops fans, I'm Paul Bruno. You know my, me from my work on hockey, baseball, and football podcasts at Rotowire over the last few years. I have to say I'm still having a lot of fun at it and uh, success actually. I'm on a four game win streak playing this every day. I love the NBA uh, fan duel play almost better than any other sport I'm finding. And uh, I'll ask you to remember to follow me at statsman22. Joining me on today's show is my usual Wednesday co-host Dan Bruno.
3: How's it going Dan? Not bad, Paul. I'm on a little bit of a streak myself, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. Ready to get back at it again tonight. Good. Well, let's see if we can extend it and uh, see if we can
2: help our uh, fellow listeners. Uh, let's uh, give our listeners a chance to find out a little bit about your Twitter handle and where to find your work on Rotowire's website first, though.
3: Well, you can check out uh, my NBA game previews and recaps on rotowire.com. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at dbrunofficial. That's D B R U N O F
2: F I C I. AL correct? That's it. Okay uh, let's begin our program by taking a look at tonight's NBA schedule. There are a total of nine games on the docket. A couple of teams uh, are dealing with back-to-back situations. They're actually favored in their games too. We'll begin with Memphis going to Washington where the Wizards are a a three-point favorite. The over-under is set at two hundred and five and a half points. A seven o'clock tip there. Then the Toronto Raptors on the second of back-to-backs. A pretty easy back-to-back set when you consider their opponents are Brooklyn and Philadelphia tonight. The, the Raptors are a five and a half point favorite and 213 is the over under seven o'clock tip there in Philly uh, Portland visits Charlotte also at seven o'clock where the Charlotte club is favored by four and a half points the over under is 215.5 oh. and then a long-standing rivalry where it's been pretty one-sided lately though the New York Knicks visit the Boston Celtics where the Celts are an eight-point favorite, the over-under set at 218.5 points, a 7.30 tip. What about the rest of the schedule, Dan?
3: Yeah, then later on, we've got uh, the Hawks visiting Detroit, where the Hawks are a, a one-and-a-half-point uh, favorite with an over-under of 201. That game's at 8 o'clock. Then you've got the Bucks visiting Houston. The Rockets are on a second night of a back-to-back and actually took an ugly loss to the Heat the other night. But they're still favored in this game by six-and-a-half points, and the over-under's at 225 there. Then you got the Magic visiting the Pelicans. The Pelicans a four point favorite, but the over-under is at two two oh eight there. Then you got uh, the Pacers visiting Sacramento, where the Kings are a one and a half point favorite with a two hundred and fourteen point five over under. That game's at ten thirty. Then you got the Thunder visiting Golden State for that should be a big one. KD against Westbrook. You got the Warriors at a thirteen point five point favorite and a two twenty-eight point five over under. That's at ten thirty. That's a
2: big number, too, but we've seen uh, the Warriors uh, take care of some of their top opponents and put up big scores, so it might be a reasonable uh, line there. All right, Dan, but let's get into our position-by-position breakdown and see if we can help our, some of our listeners win big money by playing FanDuel on tonight's schedule. Let's begin by taking a look at the point guards, where we see that triple-double machine Russell Westbrook priced at 12300 on a night where he faces Golden State. His price tag is a full $2,600 more than the next man at point guard who has happens to be Isaiah Thomas of the Celtics do you play or fade Westbrook in this matchup
3: I think I would have to fade him tonight because we got a lot of other firepower on the point guard chart tonight you got Isaiah Thomas Steph Curry John Wall Kyle Lowry Damian Lillard Kemba Walker and the list goes on so there's plenty of choices to uh, fill in for Westbrook gets you that 50 points that you want
2: and you got to also consider look at what Golden State did against Cleveland the other night uh, the other big rival rather whether yeah, they, LeBron admits it or not they they took him out of the game early and limited his scoring and they might do the same thing to Westbrook in terms of the amount of minutes that he'll play if Golden State runs up to a big lead so I'm shying away from that one too and uh, I agree with that assessment yeah. And I love the idea there's some great names uh just below that that top guy from Thomas down to Lillard at $8,400 can you talk about a bit about the guys in that range who might make more sense on tonight's play and who you might be leaning on in this range Dan
3: well let's just say I'm, I think I'm going to lean on Kyle Lowry tonight because he uh, had the night off last night so he's most likely going to be in the lineup tonight he was just out for rest so I'm expecting him to come in and to give Toronto the boost that they need to to down the 76ers tonight um I also I also like Damian Lillard he he came out of a recent slump and he's back to his old self I would say so I think Lillard against Charlotte is a pretty favorable matchup for him there too I think you can make a case for all four of the guys in this
2: lineup uh, in this range rather Steph Curry what can you say he's he's a scoring machine too he averages 40 fan duel points Per night, uh, he'll be motivated to do well against uh, Westbrook and company as well. John Wall is a is a really good defender as well as an offensive player. I like the fact that he can scoop some rebounds as well as dis- distribute the ball, so he he's full value as maybe the highest performer in terms of uh, game day average with 44.7 points per night. And he gets a good matchup tonight against Memphis, I think. I, I like him of this range at $9,100. And Lowry, as you said, the opposing point guard, starting point guard is not likely to start for Philadelphia. And that was a mismatch anyway. So I think Lowry goes to town as the primary scoring option for the Raptors tonight. What about the group befo- below uh, Lillard and company there? Let's take Kemba Walker all the way down to, say, uh, Reggie Jackson, Alfred Payton, Derek Rose at
3: sixty-two and $6,300. Well, Kemba Walker is going to have to come up big to uh, match the firepower from Portland's backcourt. So if he's up to the challenge, he might be a good pick tonight. Also, uh, let's say Kyle Lowry, as you mentioned, john I mean, Mike Connolly, sorry. As you mentioned, John Wall's a good defender. So Mike Connolly's going to have a tough, tough matchup against Wall. So I might look to fade Connolly. Um, Drew Holiday against um, Orlando. Anthony Davis may or may not be playing tonight. I think he was leaning towards probably missing the game but right. we'll have to see about that so holiday might have to be looked at for more of a scoring option there um yeah that's my input for there what do you have to say
2: well i wonder if there are any options uh, that might would be worth playing Uh, dennis schrader he's been playing a little bit better more consistently of late and averaging uh 29 points per fan dual play he's got a couple of games near in the 30 plus to 40 range so if he's up to that uh peak he's a great value play in this range too i like that possibility so might throw a share his way what about Derrick Rose, though, at the bottom of this range, Dan? Uh, I, I think this is a guy who might rise to the challenge against uh, a favorite Boston team. He's He can go off,
3: uh, but he can also go missing. Well, I was thinking the same thing when I was putting together my lineup this morning. I think Rose is a pretty pretty solid pick because New York needs a win just about more than anybody in this league right now. And uh, Derrick Rose is one of those guys who, who's got a lot of pride, and he's going to have to show his value and... and uh, show that he's up to the task so I think Derek Rose is if he knows what's good for him he's going to have to go off tonight so I think he's a pretty good choice against Boston
2: yeah I think the motivation of some really bad recent press should should be working in uh, in favor of that case what about some real value plays Dan at the point guard position if you don't want to pay up who are the guys that you're looking at below the 5600 and below threshold on the rest of that board there are a couple of injury notes here including TJ McConnell who I implied when I said about the kyle lowry situation he's a game time decision with a wrist if he's banged up i think lowry takes him to task uh, i would stay away from him for sure but any other values in that range for you
3: well i was reading mcconnell might try and give it a go but still i think uh with his if he's not 100 percent you got to look at sergio rodriguez who is his backup and rodriguez had a really good start to the season for Fanduel players so if he's going to get the start or play play the majority of the minutes i think rodriguez is a good choice there um I think you probably want to stay away from Brandon Jennings, just to mention that, because he was recently expressing his displeasure with uh, New York's coach. So I don't know how well that's going to go over in his in his minutes. Um, If you if you're looking for another real value play, Corey Joseph is coming off a career high 33 points last night. Um that was because Lowry wasn't in the lineup, but uh if the Raptors are perhaps looking at resting somebody else tonight, which, you know, might not be out of the question, you might have to look at Corey Joseph to step up in the scoring column again. Yeah, the
2: somebody that you're mentioning is uh Kyle Lowry's partner in crime at the shooting guard position—that's Demar Derozan—and I do I do think that he's a guy that de- definitely you fade when we look at the top options there. Uh, uh, along with Derozan in that top tier, we got the likes of Giannis Antetokounmpo and James Harden, another top scorer. These guys are both priced over the ten thousand mark. Are you on any of those three players, Dan? Derozan, Antetokounmpo, or Harden tonight?
3: Well, Harden earned his price tag last night with uh, around sixty-seven Fanduel points which is pretty solid, but his price tag did limit the rest of the squad that you could have built around him, so um, it's a tough choice with Harden there, but I, I like Antetokounmpo just because he, he's going to guarantee you those rebounds, and he's uh, more so with rebounds counting more than assists, actually, in FanDuel, so I'd rather have the rebounds, um, and he's been playing really, really well lately. He's going to have to bring, bring it all against uh, Houston, so I would probably fade hard in there and, and go with Antetokounmpo also, as we mentioned, fade yeah, DeRozan.
2: I think he's the clear favorite among these three. Uh, as mentioned, there's no note on DeRozan yet, but I just have a feeling that uh, the Raps may rest DeRozan or certainly limit his minutes. He played a lot last night in a game that was closer than it needed to be for the longest time. Harden also on the second of back-to-backs. Another guy I would fade here. Antetokounmpo seems to be the clear favorite. Maybe taking advantage of that tired Houston team on the second of back-to-backs too. He's averaged 47 FanDuel points per game. I'd love to take that total at that price tag for sure. The next tier below that, Dan, there's a few guys that uh, I know are of interest to me. Uh, Chris Middleton is injured with a ham- hammy. Uh, let's take a look at the guys in the 6000 plus range up to and including uh let's say cj
3: McCollum. well mccollum has been pretty consistent all season so if you have the money if you can fit him in there sure but i think there's a couple better value plays uh, a little bit below let's just mention nicholas batum is is leading the uh hornets in assists and rebounds per game so he's he's gonna come up uh he's gonna come up with a a, a full line um it's just a matter of how many points is he gonna put in um, but against uh Portland team, they they don't really have the best interior defense, and, and they do actually have one of the worst defenses overall in the league, so Batou might have a chance to go off tonight.
2: Yeah, and in this range, I like Bradley Beal, too. He's uh, He's contributed... Okay. Uh, he's topped the 20 point mark in in seven of his last eight games and in terms of fan duel play he's up over 40 points uh, in a few of those tilts as well so i'll take him on that hot streak uh, i like his defensive game too and, and maybe in transition takes advantage of of opportunities that, opportunities that he creates himself clay thompson might be an interesting play as we look at some of the guys below 6,500 and below uh, what do you think of thompson tonight and maybe some of the other guys in the in this uh value play range there's three guys with injuries that will note Cantavius caldwell pope evan fournier and jeremy lamb da- lamb is out for sure the other two guys are game time decisions i'm staying away from all three are there any value guys that you like in this range dan
3: well clay thompson actually led the warriors in scoring against uh the cavaliers after a kind of a slow start and, and you might not have guessed it um, by looking at their FanDuel points in total. But in, to, in the points column, Klay Thompson led the way. with, um, uh, And uh, so he's, he's a pretty good choice there. He, he quietly makes an impact in these games for for Golden State, still finding his shots amongst all the other shooters. So Klay Thompson's for 6,500 is not bad. Avery yeah. Bradley, it's his second game back from an injury. Uh, he was a bit rusty in the first go, but uh, against New York, You might have a chance and some motivation to step it up there, and then also Victor Oladipo's been been fairly consistent for OKC. And he's a guy that if they're going to have any chance tonight, they're going to need a solid line from him.
2: Yeah. And another guy that I'll add to this mix is Tyreek Evans. He scored in double digits in terms of points and he's collected his share of rebounds and assists. Another guy, as you say, who fills up the board, he's he's good with a steal game too, collecting seven in his last three games for $5,600. That might be a real good value play and one that I'm going to try and stick in at least one or two of my lineups in tonight's action. We go over to the small forward position, Dan, and uh, Kevin Durant is $2,700 more than anybody else on the board. Of course, he's going to be be, motivated to beat up on his former club, and uh, that might uh, motivate me to take him. Uh, Can you talk me out of that, or or do you think you should? I I don't
3: think I can really talk you out of it just because of the rest of the competition on the board. I don't know who are the other two guys I might go with on the small forward lineup. Uh, uh, Other, if we could, if you could build a lineup around Durant, it might not be the worst choice tonight. I could see him going off for a solid 50 FanDuel points. Um, because you're right the motivation is going to be there Westbrook had a couple nasty blocks on him in the last game so Durant's going to you know be wanting to take it to the basket hard and he's going to be wanting to look for his shots for sure so only 10,400 he's not up at 12,000 so you know uh, it's, it's a bit more of a reasonable price tag for a guy who could drop you 50 Fanduel points.
2: Yeah, and when you look at the rest of the board, the next three guys up on the list, uh, they don't inspire me, maybe with one exception, but I want you to tell me what you think about Carmelo Anthony, Paul George, and Rudy Gay. They represent that next part of the top tier before there's a real drop-off in price tag down to less than $6,000 $6, the rest of the way. So uh, your snapshot on those three guys, Dan.
3: Well, if I had to pick one of them, I'd go with George for sure. Um, Anthony's been doing all right but uh, just with the inconsistency of the Knicks and and you know Boston's got a pretty decent wing defender there in Jay Crowder so they're going to put a lot of attention on Anthony if you shut him down the Knicks don't really have much else to do there so I think uh, Carmelo he can still get you the points but I would definitely there's some other guys I would take over him as I mentioned Paul George I would for sure take against Sacramento they don't have well, they have Rudy Gay as a, as a wing defender, but I think Paul George is more than equipped to deal with him. And then Rudy Gay, he's been pretty up and down lately, so I wouldn't spend $7,300 on him unless I really had some leftover cash.
2: Yeah, I think if you're going to go for one of these three, you've you got to be selling yourself on the consistency that Paul George offers. But uh, I I kind of think that there's some value below the 6000 range. Dan, uh, I'm considering two guys in this range for my lineup tonight and I want to know what you think of of, uh, names like Marcus Morris and Jay Crowder among the gap that's down there at 4,600 and less.
3: Well, I've got Marcus Morris in my lineup for sure, um, partially because of the couple other injuries that uh, Detroit is dealing with, John Lure being out, and uh, Caldwell Pope being questionable as well. Um, So there's going to be a lot coming down on uh, on uh, marcus morris to get it done also his price tag is is very reasonable for the amount of damage he can do he can easily get you 30 Fanduel points he's only forty nine hundred dollars i think that's a pretty good pick but also Otto porter's had some giant nights lately um he's got good size to go up against a team like memphis um they're not huge at the wing position so Otto porter might have a chance to, to have a really solid night too there for Memphis. All right, Dan, or for Washington.
2: Let's sorry. take a look at the uh, power forward positions then, Dan. There, there uh, at the top of the Fanduel price list, we see Anthony Davis, who's got a pair of injury notes and is a clear favorite at this position. Still priced at eleven thousand two hundred. They say he's a game time decision. I'm I'm fading him definitely and looking for other guys in in the range a little bit below him. He's well above the next guy on the on the list too
3: yeah well he took a pretty hard fall in the last game and uh it looked like his hip his back his thumb so there's there's a few different things he's banged up all around so I think Davis at eleven uh, eleven hundred or 11,200 I think there's a few other big money guys that I would look at first like we mentioned maybe Antetokounmpo maybe Durant maybe even Harden if you want to go there so I, and and again, I think we have some other pretty good options on the power forward line, like Draymond Green. Yeah. Um, Paul Millsap has been very consistent. He's going to be up against a Detroit team who, again, is a little banged up inside. Even Andre Drummond is uh, got a game time decision marker on him. So if Drummond's out, especially Paul Millsap is probably a great pick at power forward, but also Draymond Green triple double threat. He got about 50 FanDuel points the other night um with not uh, not a crazy points total he had uh what was it here he had only 11 points in the game but he, he gave you 13 rebounds 11 assists five blocks and one steal for 55 fan duel points so draymond green i like him because he's out there affecting the game in so many ways that if he's off in one category he's picking it up in the other ones and one guy who's picked up his game most recently is jabari
2: parker five games in a row he's topped the six games in a row actually he's topped the 33 point marks in in fan play so you got to like that consistency he maxed out with a 52 point effort about a week ago and uh if he stays at this level, he's a fine value play against what I'm thinking might be that tired Houston team. So uh, that's the other guy that I'll add in this range. If you go below that uh, that group to the 6,300 down to say 6,000, Dan, about five names there. Any of them interest you?
3: Well, Ennis Cantor has been uh, phenomenal lately for OKC. I don't know what happened in the last game. Some He seemed to... He, Instead of starting, which it was originally assumed that he would start, instead of uh, Stephen Adams, and then he kind of he kind of faded into the bench. Um, but so did the rest of OKC's lineup, as they kind of they kind of called it early in their last game, where they were blown out. But uh, before that, Ennis cantor has been playing really good, and it, with Stephen Adams still on the sideline. Um, Cantor will have to come up big against uh, Golden State tonight. Then again, he's up against some pretty good competition in there, but um, for $6,300, I'd almost take the gamble on Cantor. Yeah,
2: and another guy that's intriguing to me is a a rebound machine. Part of that great uh, front court that they have in in Memphis, uh, underneath the basket, Zach Randolph's collected uh, an average of well over 10 rebounds a game, and if he scores like he's been with an average of about 18 points a game over the last five games. That's going to lead you to some pretty solid FanDuel points for that paltry $6,100 price tag. Again, I'm thinking about the matchup uh, in this case, and, and uh, they, they might have a big edge. Well, they do have a big edge against most teams in the rebounding game, and I think it's a good opportunity to lean on Randolph and this one myself. Markeith Morris has been pretty consistent, too, as a scorer for Washington on the other side of the ball, so I think it's a battle between those two guys, and uh, you could do worse than, than either of those two picks, I think. But uh, well,
3: well, also, if Anthony Davis is going to end up being sidelined for the game, i got to take a look at Serge Ibaka against New Orleans because uh, that, that'll leave some a lot of room for Abaka to to work inside and and to maybe gobble up most of the rebounds that uh, davis would have had
2: what about some value plays in this range of the power forward there's a, a couple of names that i'm looking at too dan uh, but i want to hear what you have to say in this range from 5800 and down early ursen Ilyasova and below let's say
3: um, well here Terrence jones if, if davis is going to be out you got to look at Terrence jones because he's obviously going to have to pick up for the pelicans inside also um Sadius Young has been yeah. quite consistent for uh, the Pacers lately. And um, Indiana, they have DeMarcus Cousins, of course. But then at the power forward position, he might be matched up against Rudy Gay. Um for most of the game. And that, and that should provide a decent opportunity for Young to do some work inside.
2: I'm looking also at a guy like Ersan Ilyasova. It seems like every time he plays against the Raptors, he creates a bit of a mismatch problem because he has some shooting to uh, length to his game. Uh, he's he's in, been in double figures in points each of the last eight games offensively, even more, maybe 10. And putting up some rebounds too. I think there's a matchup issue there that for the Raptors because Patterson may not be at full strength on the other side of the ball. Certainly they're getting a little bit of mileage out of a couple other uh, guys to fill in, but I think Ilyasova really has an edge in that matchup and might be Philadelphia's best option in tonight's game to keep it close for a little while anyway. And then you mentioned Thaddeus Young. He's the other guy I'm on in this range. I like that matchup against Sacramento tonight for him.
3: Yeah, and Julius Sova also if uh, Nerlens Noel is going to end up sitting out which he has last couple games with an ankle injury, then that just gives um more minutes for Julius Sova to gobble up.
2: Yeah, and I wonder about a Montrez Harrell who uh, might take advantage of, of a, a matchup against Milwaukee as well uh, in uh, 5300 dollars. That's an interesting price tag for a guy who has been uh, notable of late, I will say. And uh, why don't we go over to the big men in the middle, Dan, to finish up this position-by-position analysis. We look at the top of the board. What can you tell me about DeMarcus Cousins? uh, $10,700. He's $2,300 more than anybody in this range. And uh, what do you think about that guy as a standalone option in the top, top tier of the centers?
3: Well, I think he's got a pretty good opportunity to dominate tonight. He's going to be the biggest guy on the floor, that's for sure. He's at home. Um, I think he's got a lot of opportunity to have a great night. So at ten thousand seven hundred dollars, I might try and fit him in with another one of those ten thousand dollar guys. I think that's a good option to build around tonight. And what
2: about uh, below him? Joel Embiid is a guy who certainly created some headlines, but there's been a note most recently that the the Philly club might be looking to restrict his minutes. He's priced in at eighty four hundred dollars. If he's out of the lineup. That bodes well for the opposite number that we'll get to in a few minutes from the Raptors that uh, I like tonight. That's Jonas Valanciunas, of course, but uh, Embiid, Marcus, All, Andre Drummond. That's the next tier here, but uh, Drummond and Embiid both have game time decision notes against them. So I, I think like Marcus All is the clear guy, don't you?
3: Well, I think I'm pretty sure Embiid's going to end up playing tonight. He rested the last game. I think this is just this tag is just uh, left over from. From that last game, I don't see them re- uh, resting him tonight again unless there's something wrong, unless there's another injury that uh, is not noted. But I don't think the reason would just simply be rest. So I'm pretty sure Embiid is going to be in the action tonight. And if he is, I'm going with him um, because with the value difference between him and Cousins or the price difference between him and Cousins, I think they have a pretty similar value in terms of what they're going to bring to the game tonight so again if Embiid is going to be playing tonight I got him for sure but otherwise Marcus Gasol against Memphis uh, against Washington I think that leaves some good opportunity for Gasol to be to be the center of attention there and yeah if Andre Drummond's got a game time decision um, even if he were in I don't think I would take him probably fade him because he's facing up against Dwight Howard and uh, they're they're both two big guys in the middle there and I think the action's going to have to be centered, uh, or Detroit's going to have to look for a lot from their other guys to, to bypass, uh, Howard in the middle there.
2: Okay. Let's look at the next four guys from Al Horford down to Miles Turner, since they're grouped pretty, pretty tightly from 6900 to $7,300. Are you in favor of any one of these four guys?
3: Well, let's see here. I like, uh, I like Miles Turner. I like his game. I like what he brings to the table. He's got a tough matchup against DeMarcus Cousins, but he uh he wins on the on the energy factor, on the the hustle factor. He's all over the place. So I think Miles Turner at 6900 if you're looking for a cheaper center, I think he's a good choice. Dwight Howard if if Andre Drummond's going to be out, I think you got to go with Dwight Howard though because uh That obviously leaves a lot of room for Dwight Howard to go to work. Then again, the the Pistons do have a couple big guys backing up Drummond, like Boban Marjanovic, who takes up a lot of space in there, but Howard should be able to uh, fool him with some veteran moves. Also, Al, Al Horford against the Knicks. The Knicks don't have much in terms of interior defense or defense at all, so Al Horford might have a chance to have a big night tonight too.
2: All right, what about that group below 6,000? There's three guys at the top in Monroe, Gortat, Valanchunas. I think you can make an easy case for all three of those guys. You mentioned Steven Adams with a concussion. He'll be out. So do any of those top three guys or anybody else in this range interest you? I know I'm, I'm very high on Valanchunas in tonight's matchup because I expect him to be a clear second option. As I mentioned, I'm counting on the fact that the, the Raptors will restrict DeRozan a little bit on the second of back-to-backs tonight.
3: Yeah, I think I would have to agree with you there. I think Valanciunas is a good choice. Even if DeRozan plays, He Valanciunas has been playing pretty good lately, and I think they're going to look to to get him the ball. And I think if he's keeping up with any of the news around the league and he ends up faced up against Embiid, he's going to want to make a point. He's going to want to let him know that Embiid is not going to be the best center in the East um, under his watch. He even You may disagree or agree with that, but I think Valanciunas is a pretty – pretty uh proud guy and I don't think he's going to let anything easy happen around him
2: what about the real value guys here Dan Uh, you've got a shooter like Kelly Olenek down here in this range Cody Zeller $5,100 Joaquim Noah is a rebound machine Uh, Clint Capella is at the top of this range for Houston Uh, given their situation you wonder if he's going to get more minutes tonight to, to help them out from the center position
3: are any of these names interesting to you Well, Olenek is coming off a great game the other night for Boston. He played fantastic. He had something over 30 FanDuel points, which for the $4,300 price tag is a great value pick. But uh, if you're not big on Olenek, I think Kyle O'Quinn is not a bad value pick either because uh, he's been playing pretty good minutes for New York lately, and uh, he's a big body inside. And with Noah and Noah's recent struggles, I think O'Quinn is a is quite a go-to guy for new york he, he brings the energy that they need that the coach would be looking for if they want a little extra defense or if they want a little bit extra just overall uh hustle in their intensity not even though noah is a big hustler oakland has, has been doing really well inside
2: all right we want to also remind our listeners to make use of the rotowire lineup optimizer which we have out there for all sports and it spits out suggested lineups on a nightly basis Take us through tonight's Rotowire NBA Optimizer lineup, Dan.
3: Well, this is what the numbers tell us for tonight. The numbers give us Westbrook at point. They give us Sergio Rodriguez, which which I agree is a good pick there. Antetokounmpo they got at the shooting guard position, which I I would be happy with that pick myself. Oladipo has been very consistent, and uh, they've got him as the other shooting guard then the optimizer gives us aaron gordon and michael kidd gilchrist at small forward i think gordon's got a pretty favorable matchup against new orleans tonight especially if anthony davis is going to be out so that's that's a good value play there um kid gilchrist against portland that's a, that's a good pick too but there's a lot of portland has some guys similar in size and ability to him that might match up pretty well against him then you got paul Millsap at power forward which is somebody that I highlighted as well, and I think I would I would agree with that pick. I think that's a great choice by the optimizer. Then it gives Domas Sabonis at uh, power forward. Um, let's say if this is going to be a blowout <laughs> game, then then Sabonis might get some extra minutes and might have a chance to to uh, boost his numbers a little. And then it gives Valanciunas at the center position, which again we both agree is a pretty solid pick for tonight.
2: Well, I'll remind our listeners, we also do lineup sweeps, sweeps and checks all day long at Rotowire. There's nothing worse than finding out that you have a DNP next to a guy that you picked. So I encourage, we encourage you to make sure you check that your players are good to go by looking back at our uh, lineup uh, displays uh, right up to the tip-off, because things can change uh, with the game time decision notation, and we're on top of it over there at Roto- Roto- Rotowire. So Dan... Our challenge, you and I, is to go off and continue our current streaks of uh, four wins in a row, I think, for each of us. yeah, uh, We got some homework to do, I guess, before we t- set that up tonight.
3: Yeah, for sure. Always good to give a second look. And like you said, check up throughout the day if you can, or, and especially you know in the last 15 20 minutes before tip-off see if you can catch up on any last minute notes
2: yeah i know in the past i've been burned by that but uh, i try to make it a, a point to be uh, near my uh, one of my techn- technology devices here that will help me in that regard i encourage you all to do the same so there you go everybody have a look at Fanduel and enjoy all the fun and games on their menu of options we hope we've given you some good ideas for Dan Bruno, who you can follow at dbrunoofficial. I am Paul Bruno, reminding you to follow me at statsman22. Good luck with your FanDuel plays to all our listeners from Rotowire.